Hello to all my friends, my enemies, people in extra dimensional beings who feel neutral about my existence. Psych, y'all know everyone feels nothing but intense love for Wolf the Dog, which is my name, PTBP, which is my radio station, and 694.2, which is my favorite grouping of numbers to broadcast on. I'm here to love you as you have loved me and bring you some tasty, tasty information. But first, this week's Allen with Wolf comes from Mia, who tagged that pretending pod on one of them their tweets. Thanks for sharing the show with your friends, Mia. She writes, Greetings. The ladies sewing and seance circle would like to remind everyone that our annual bake sale and dumpster dive are still on for next Friday. The time and location will be on your bathroom mirror when you get out of the shower tomorrow. Thanks for passing that on, Mr. The Dog. Thanks, Mia. It's good to know the LSSC is still running real strong and generally somehow managing to both creep everyone out and bore them to death simultaneously. But the trick is on y'all. I don't have a mirror or a bathroom, unless you count the streets of the city, that is. Remember, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at PretendingPod on Instagram or Twitter, tag pretending to be people on Facebook, or write a five-star review on iTunes and email us at PretendingPod at gmail.com. If more of your friends listen to the show, you'll have even more stuff to talk about that completely alienates y'all from the normals. And here at 694.2, well... We think that's just swell. Also, the contest happening over on the subreddit ends at 11.59pm Central Time on September 23rd. If you are listening to this on September 23rd, that means it's all over tonight, baby. Get crack-a-lackin', my pups. All entries have a shot at winning a D&D 5 edition starter set, and the winner will receive a hardback slipcase set of Delta Green the role-playing game. The winners will be announced next week on episode 46. Speak of pretending to be people, it's time for the news. Last time, a whole lot of plot developed just in time for the main event. Get ready, y'all, for real. Cause this shit, this shit is popping off like beef stroganoff. It's going strong like Dijon. Other food references. Are you ready? Because taking us now to the scrap pit is Kudzu Baby with no back Y'all ready for this? Clark Bishop, Keith Vigna, and Oz Mayhem Wolf walk up the stairs and into the lights and sounds of the arena. This colossal room is circular and funnels downward at least 10 stories. There are thousands of seats surrounding a massive covered cage. Think the octagon from UFC, but it's 50 yards across and has a bubble-looking rounded top on it that is entirely made of a crystal clear 
sheer material. Aggressively loud dubstep is blaring. Strobe lights are making the entire experience otherworldly as green and red and blue lasers swing wildly around the room. This place feels like futuristic Las Vegas filled with the spirit of all of Vin Diesel's films if they were tarred and feathered, but the tar is replaced by Red Bull and the feathers are replaced by cocaine. There's an enormous logo. <laughs> There's an enormous logo in the center of the arena floor that says in all caps, THE SCRAP PIT! And all around the scrap pit in a massive circle are the repeated words, PLANET JUGGERNAUT! Hanging above the bubble is a gigantic circular jumbotron showing a countdown timer blinking away and flashing the words Oz, Mayhem, Wolf, and Friends versus Planet Juggernaut. The music lowers just a bit and a voice says Welcome, one and all, to a night you will never forget. A fight that'll make you lose your shit. All right, because nothing is ever left in the scrap pit. I am your host and MC for the evening, Mick Nichols. And as always, I am joined by my brother. Hey, everybody, it's me, Nick Nichols, here with my brother, Mick Nichols. Hi, Mick Nichols, joined by my brother, Nick. Welcome to the scrap pit. We've got a hell of a show for you this evening. What do you think, Nick? It is an honor and a pleasure to see such blood sport on a beautiful sunny day in the city. A vast circle in the floor in the arena opens up and from below, Planet Juggernaut slowly raises into the scrap pit. Thomas raises his hands in the air. The amphitheater explodes with noise, cheers, boos, fucked up people just screaming their lungs out. And this thing is a shiny metal sphere 20 feet tall with two metallic arms extending from either side and Thomas just slammed his fists together which is what he described doing when he went into the machine but here's the catch Thomas you've never been a planet juggernaut before and uh, I want to give Justin a reason to roll some dice so Yay. Justin is going to roll a d100 and in order for you to control your body that you're now in, you have to roll under whatever he rolls. Now, you don't have to do this every round. You just have to do this until you succeed and then you're fully in control. But it might take a couple rounds for you to get used to this new body. Or you might be a notch. You might be a natural. You might, you might be a prodigy. All right, roll me, bitch. <laughs> Justin, go ahead and roll. Let's see what Thomas has to roll underneath to slam his arms together. That's a 50. We got a straight up 50-50 shot here. 64. 64. And Planet Juggernaut, his arms are like outstretched in a very awkward way. And one of them goes to swing at the other one to pound its fist into the hand and misses completely, therefore hugging itself. Clark Bishop, regardless of whether or not you think this robot should be hugging itself or slamming its fists together, you are in a Colosseum dome fighting pit against a 20-foot-tall robot. I need you to roll sanity. Keith Vigna, you are already gonzo beans. I'm gonzo beans, baby. <laughs> uh, I fail and above my power. All right. That is really handy. I need you to roll a D6... A one. You lose one sanity. I hit my breaking point. You hit your breaking point. So, a fun thing uh, for a breaking point this late in the game, we're going to give you another 
Mania from the Sample Manias table in the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition rulebook. So I'm going to have you roll three times, and we will choose which mania you will take. A 93. 93. A 19. And an 8. All right. 93 is Thanatomania, which is a belief that one is cursed by death magic. (laughs) That belief does not seem irrational. <laughs> uh, 19 is bibliomania, the obsession with books and or reading. Also extremely fitting, but perhaps not in this current state. And number eight is uh, spelled A-I-L-U-R-O-mania. So I'm going to go with Aleromania, which is the abnormal fondness for cats. <laughs> Gosh, I would wish I would have got that one earlier. <laughs> I mean, old uh, Doug Jacobs would have had a field day. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, <laughs> the curse death magic. I just pictured you and Doug Jacobs doing a uh, three legged race, like with the <laughs> <laughs> with the like, or or doing one of the hop, like when you wear a potato sack. What's that called? I think it's like a three legged race. That's no. a potato sack race. Yeah. Three-legged races where you tie your middle two legs together. They were really on the nose with those names when they came up with those. So you you chose which one? Uh, That he thinks he's cursed by death magic. Yeah, of course. That absolutely makes sense. So you are now, uh, believe yourself to be A, be God, a God, B, be cursed by death magic, which has got to be a rough thing for a God to feel. (laughs) And three, you rolled over your power. Yeah. And my guess is you are a lot closer to Keith Vigna and Oz Mayhem Wolf than you are to Planet Juggernaut. As the round begins, round one, <laughs> it is your turn. This fight's going to end without Thomas rolling a die. <laughs> I just murder all the people around me. Uh, yeah, because of the the uh, sanity thing, I'm going to have to dive at uh, wh- whichever one's closest. So. Do you want to? Let's roll a 50 50 shot here. Okay. Roll, uh, roll a D100 and. I'll be under 50. Perfect. 84, so All that's right. I'm going after Oz. So uh, Clark is dressed from the room. He picked up a, uh, a bomb squad suits, the suits that are uh, really heavily padded with a helmet and everything. He's wearing that. <laughs> but he also picked up these pneumatic gloves. So think uh, Batman, I think, in one of the Dark Knights had them. Absolutely. It just kind of enhances his uh, forearm strength and finger grip strength. And he's just going to lunge straight at uh, Oz, and he's going to try and maybe rip his head off. Okay, Oz is going to roll awareness to see if he's uh, ready for this attack, and he's not. So he's not going to roll against you. You just get to roll an attack on Oz Mayhem Wolf. So go ahead and roll, what would you call that, unarmed combat? That was the plan when I decided I wanted those gloves, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing you have a higher unarmed combat than you do have a melee, is that correct? Correct, Amanda. All right, well... (laughs) see what that roll is that's a zero zero three holy shit that's a success yeah so theoretically if i if i'm lunging at him i'm trying to maybe snap his neck (laughs) theoretically (laughs) trying to snap his neck which is a real bummer for joe but clark is gonna love it okay (laughs) what do you think uh d8 do you know what a normal unarmed combat roll damage is probably like a d6 or a d4 then like a d8 or a d12 would 
be what I'm thinking. <laughs> Rules knowledge is why people listen to pretending to be people. I'm rolling a I D8. I just think it's funny that you're like, uh, a punch? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the most Standard baseline thing. Unarmed, uh, who could say? Uh, I rolled a five. <laughs> all right. Oz Mayhem Wolf. Is, uh, he's wearing some padding, so he's not going to take all of that damage. But you come up and uh, do you want to describe what you, what you try to do to him here? Because you're not snapping his neck, but you are going to uh, put him in a compromising position. I'll get him physically. I'll, I'll get him like in a headlock. And because Clark hasn't snapped many necks in his life, he's trying to like turn in a certain way. And maybe I'm just giving him real bad neck strain. Real bad Charlie Wars. Real bad Charlie Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a skin burn all around his, uh, his neck there. And uh, with that, it's Planet Juggernaut's turn. Thomas? First, I want to look around at the crowd. Uh, is Marvin Glasser, like, is the emperor in his box anywhere? Interesting. You actually see a box that looks like it would be the suite where Marvin Glass would be, and it is currently curtained off. Okay. A tiny helicopter blade pops out of the top of Planet Juggernaut's head, <laughs> and it rises about uh, three feet off the ground, and it's kind of like... <laughs> And, Let's um, see if we can actually get that going. Justin, go ahead and roll a D100. Well, that's just him turning on. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> It'll still play. <laughs> he rolled a 36, Thomas, so you're going to need to roll under a 36. Yeah, no, this is a great mechanic. 64. <laughs> when I'm 36 and you, uh, your blade, uh, helicopter chopper mm-hmm. blade, comes up and it starts going, but it's going like very conkily and slowly. So Wait, I thought I had to roll over 36. I'm sorry. I would have rolled, rolled differently. <laughs> <laughs> I had the wrong intent. In uh, but dice. that's not the completion of your turn. So go ahead and... Uh, I'm you're just not saying lifting... I could have reikied these dudes into... <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> do you have warm hands right now? I do. Then roll heat, baby. Before Justin rolls, tell me what you're trying to finish with this turn here. You're not going to lift just, off the ground. I just wanted to activate. Gotcha. Then you failed miserably, and Ooh. it is Keith's Ooh. turn. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Tell me. Uh, he, um, he said it popped out, and it's just flying janky, so you can mess with that idea. All right. I want to shoot him with my laser eyes. <laughs> 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 Who are you aiming at? I'm aiming at you, Luke. Okay, I figured. <laughs> right at Keith Vigna. Go ahead and roll Justin first. Let's see if this will 19. <laughs> Can he roll under a 19, Thomas? Five. Hell Ooh, yeah, dude. Baby. All right, so... You've got laser eyes. That what's that look like on your big metal shiny orb body? Well, it looks like the uh, that villain from Sonic. What is that dude's name? <laughs> Doctor Eggman. Doctor Eggman. So imagine like Doctor Robotnik if you're nasty. Oh, yeah. Robotnik. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine the uh, imagine those eyes just like glowing and then shooting lasers out of them at Keith Vigna. Absolutely. Uh, what was your percent that we talked about? 40. 40%. Keith, are you going to try to react with a offensive action or are you going to try to dodge in some way? Yeah, I'm going to try to uh, jump out of the way. I have, in addition to the same like uh, bomb squad gear that Clark has on, I have uh, these, I, I wrote down gump leg braces, but they're uh, super trump slash super run 
braces on my legs. All right. So I'm going to try to just jump out of the way. Of so the what is your uh, what is your dodge skill? We'll uh, base you. is 30. So we'll give you a plus 40 for your okay. uh, your cool jumping stuff. I got a three. You rolled a three, Thomas. You're going to roll against. I roll over that. You're over it and under 40. Yeah. 84. Oof. So so I jump out of the way. As lasers shoot out of the <laughs> eyes of Planet Juggernaut. What kind of surface is on the, like, what's on the ground here? Think like a sterile, shiny metal surface. Okay. So it, it like, scorches. Little, yeah. Yeah, and it makes, like, cool little metal working. Star Wars sparks. It's got little, it's got the Planet Juggernaut logo, like. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> why, that's why it never hits, because it's, <laughs> Cause it's really more for effect. It's much cool. Can you describe? <laughs> <laughs> much cool. Much cool. Can you describe? I guess Planet Juggernaut himself, but especially when you say it shoots out of its eyes, like where did we see those lasers come from? The head part you would be like, oh, that's that's the head. <laughs> like toward, toward the top? <laughs> towards the top, If it's yeah. a big circle, it's where the eyes might be. Yeah. Which from... If it's a not big like, circle, like, it could be in the middle. Not like a smiley face, more like a Pac-Man. Got it. But with now a giant mouth, just tiny laser eyes. Nice. Yeah. Oh, actually, I want a giant Pac-Man mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that can open up later, baby. <laughs> Keith Vigna, it is your turn after dodging out of the way with your cool jumping boots. I am flying through the air. Uh, so mid-air, I want to pull out. Um, I've got a saw launcher that has diamond-bladed uh, saws that shoot out of it. And I want to aim that over at uh, Planet Juggernaut. And I want to I want to just mid-mass shoot a saw at him. Like a buzzsaw? Like a circular? Like a circular okay. saw, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So uh, go ahead and roll firearms for me. Planet Juggernaut. That's a 42 on a 70. You can try to make a dodge maneuver here, but you'll have to critically succeed in order to dodge. Okay. No. <laughs> Keith, describe what this looks like as you're flying through the air and you pull out so a I, saw I shooting. See, <laughs> I see the lasers uh, start to form in his eyes, and I can see that they're aimed mostly at me, so I jump out of the way, and I'm about 10 feet up in the air going over to the side away from uh, Oz and Clark and I pull out kind of looks like a giant crossbow uh, and it has a giant like circular saw on it and you can tell that the edges are shiny and I aim it shoot it and it flies circular just sh shooting right at Planet Juggernaut <laughs> and it whacks alright call that 1d8 plus 3 write that down that's eight plus three. Oh, oh Max! So this blade like fully embeds itself into one of the eyes or where the laser came out of Planet Juggernaut. He said midsection. The midsection of a face is where the <laughs> eyes are. <laughs> All right. uh, the nose is the face's belly button. Take away my laser <laughs> eyes. No, no, no. It doesn't take him away. It only, it only is going to take down uh, the damage a little bit. And it embeds itself fully in there as you take 11 damage. Nice. It is Oz Mayhem Wolf's turn, and he is confused. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to run, and as he runs, he's going to try to jump at Planet Juggernaut. So he is going to roll. If you want to dodge, you can oppose this roll with a dodge roll, Thomas. I uh, crit failed. Okay. 
<laughs> so basically, he has these boots on that as he's running toward you, as he's about to take off, he clicks a like a button and a uh, little thing in his hand. Uh, much like one would like click the ignition of a bomb or something like that. And as soon as he does so, he like gets prepared and ready to jump. He barely makes it out like one inch off the ground. He comes out of his shoes and his <laughs> boots are stuck to the ground underneath him and he falls on his face in front of them, <laughs> halfway in between the group and planet Juggernaut. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> And the crowd goes wild after that crazy first round. Nick, what did we see out there? We saw Planet Juggernaut really struggling. Yeah, you know, Mick. Wait. (laughs) I'm Mick. You're Mick. We're all Mick for nickels. You know, Planet Juggernaut had a 97% murder rate in the first 45 seconds before this match. Has he lost it, folks? I don't know. Well, we're only six seconds in, so we will find out shortly. But we have an interesting thing happen with uh, seemingly one of Oz Mayhem Wolf's friends turning on him in the very first moments of the fight. Let's see if that interbreeding continues throughout this contest. Who knows? You know what's crazy is we thought Planet Juggernaut lacked humanity, but I'm just not seeing it from these three out here today. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, let's go ahead and look at the board as we take a quick second to go to our kiss cab here in the scrap pit. Looking up, you see on the Jumbotron, they're showing just... um, these two dudes in the audience who are both cheering and one looks a lot like Luke and the other one looks a lot like Joe (laughs) and the camera zooms in on you guys. (laughs) They look at each other tentatively. (laughs) Oh, that's a long one. Looks like there's a lot of passion in that bedroom. All right, let's get back to the action and see what happens in round two. Clark Bishop, you begin the action in round two. Oh, boy. So I'm feeling better now after I got that aggression out of me. And I want to yell to Oz, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were on the same side. I get it now. I got it. We're good. We're good. It was like extremely rude of you to come at me like that. I didn't appreciate it one bit. It's my fault. Didn't understand. I got it now. All right. And I pull out my rocket launcher that I have strapped to my back. <laughs> and I'm not aiming at the body. I'm aiming at one of the arms. Ooh, interesting. So that'll be a called shot. Yeah. And I need you to roll a firearms check for me. What does the cold shot do to me? Negative 40. Okay. That's negative 40 for a headshot, but it says negative 20. I don't have a head, so I think it should be negative 40. That makes sense. Up to you as far as, is, is that equivalent? Let's call it negative 40. Cool. Thomas, what are you? what is Planet Juggernaut doing to oppose this before we hear that roll? Planet Juggernaut puts, like, one of his arms up in front of his, like, laser eyes and, like, tries to swat at the missile no matter what, like, happens. <laughs> Love it. We'll see. All right. Let's hear that roll. It's a fail because of the minus 40. It's a 74. So he, he just, like, nimbly just, like, flicks it. And it goes, like, tumbling into part of the crowd. It goes tumbling up into part of the dome that's up there. Oh, and a when it, and the Yeah, crowd. and okay. when, it, when it hits the dome, it actually, the entire, like, floor that you're on and the dome itself rattles. And it, like, sends reverberations all the way through. And you hear just this massive roar from the crowd as they get fucking amped. 
It's like seeing a wreck, but nobody got hurt yet because it's <laughs> going to happen later. Probably the hurt the hurt will happen later, I would imagine. And with that, it is uh, Planet Juggernaut's turn. Okay, he, he putters out with his little helicopter directly over Oz Mayhem Wolf and then turns off the helicopter. <laughs> All right, so uh, you don't have to do anything in order to succeed at that, and I will simply roll a dodge out here in front of you. He's going to turn on a defensive mask on his helmet Mm -hmm. that basically clogs your sensors that show you where people are on the field of battle. And so if he can roll under a 40%, actually because you did it, I'll give him a 20%. So he's only got a 20% chance to dodge. And he fails with a 60. Ooh. Um, a red goo just comes out from... <laughs> <laughs> so that will that will happen. We will not see the effects of that yet um, because Oz Mayhem Wolf is I, out of sight but I, not yeah, out of my mind. I feel something. It's like a leg or something caught in some of my gears. It feels <laughs> weird. <laughs> For my second attack action, I want to punch... Joe. (laughs) Going to punch the old Clark Bishop who just shot a rocket launcher in your direction. Clark, you've already attacked, so you can roll a dodge if you would like to oppose. I would like to. If you have any sort of uh, thing on you that can help you mechanically, holler that out now. Uh, Well, I did write down that I've got the same kind of pneumatic legs as Keith. All right. Then give yourself a plus 40 on that dodge, which takes your dodge up to... 90. Holy shit. Thomas, Planet Juggernaut, is rolling a 60%, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yeah. All right. So is this, what is this contested on? The, the punching. It's just your na- standard fighting skill for punching. Right. So I passed that, but how am I ever going to pass a 90%? It's a contest, yeah. so you so roll you, over you, you just did, because I okay. rolled a 9. Gotcha. <laughs> I passed, how but I was lower than you. Oh, I see how that works. How okay. will he ever <laughs> beat I get that? it. <laughs> I get it. So describe uh, your action as uh, Clark Bishop tries to jump out of the way. So this all kind of happens in one move. Like he's puttering over towards Oz and he like flicks the rocket as he's coming down onto him. And then he kind of like springs up back towards Clark. You see the little helicopter blade were again. Oh, it's horrifying. And he, he's just had his hand up from where he flicked the thing and he just brings it straight down. At Clark. Oh, okay. Roll 66 for damage. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, does my body armor help me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you'll get five DR damage resistance. Still fucked. <laughs> 16. Two Malort for math. Quick math. 10, 16, 18, 21, uh, 23. <laughs> what is your... So, so 23 minus five. 18. 18. And what is what was your health at before? Uh, 26, so I'm now at 8. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, do you want to spend luck to reduce some of that damage? Yeah, you've got a lot of luck, don't you? Yeah, but it's you think 10, you're lucky. It's 10 you whole points to, to reduce it by 1d6, which isn't that big a deal if you're rolling 12 of them at a time. Six of them. Six. <laughs> six d6, not 12. But That's you know. literally one-sixth. <laughs> I'll use 10 luck to mitigate it by a d6. All right, roll that d6. I got three back. All right. So I'm at 11. Ooh. And I'm at 50 luck. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> Motherfucker sitting at like 60 luck and he's like, oh, I'm going to spend 10. <laughs> Keith Vigna, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to jump up kind of closer to Planet Juggernaut and I want to use my suction gloves that I have on to suction on to the wall, maybe like 10 feet above him. And then I want to pull out my nitro thrower and aim it at him and try to freeze his propeller. <gasps> Fucking dope. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, so you can roll a firearms check in order to try to attain that goal. Thomas, do you want to combat it in a dodge movement? Yes. Fair. I got a 65 on a 70. Oh, shit. All right. So Hell yeah. Describe what happens as you basically... So I go from where I landed after shooting that saw. I jump up over about 10 feet above Juggernaut and about 5 or 10 feet away from him as well. I use one hand uh, with a suction glove to suction on to the this dome. I pull out the nitro thrower and I just let it unload all over the top of planet juggernaut <laughs> yeah <laughs> and as you shower planet juggernaut with your nitro you render his ability to hover feels useless yeah nice you see another little propeller pop up but it takes a second to <laughs> Takes a second to whir around. You guys look over. Uh, you saw Planet Juggernaut bounce essentially off of Oz Mayhem Wolf, and looking in the dent Planet Juggernaut left in the floor, you see crawling out from the dent is Oz Mayhem Wolf, and he looks fucking rough. <laughs> And he crawls and he sits cross-legged and tries to put his boots back on. And that's the end of round two. <laughs> Nick Nichols, we have seen some stuff today. First, we have Clark Bishop shooting a rocket launcher that gets flicked right out of the way. What'd you think about that one, Nick? You know, that scrappy fella really is impressing me today with his inability to do much of anything useful at all for his team. Planet Juggernaut smashed that scrappy fella like a plastic bag filled with warm ground-up pork. I don't know about you, but I am positively starving. I am absolutely hungry now. Thank you for that delicious analogy. <laughs> and the planet Juggernaut just sits right on top of Osbayham Wolf before bouncing off to slap Clark Bishop right on top of the head. I have never seen a man completely disappear under planet Juggernaut like that before and emerge alive. It truly was a sight to see. Osbayham Wolf is a regular here in the Scrap pet and has been ever since his brother got fucked over by Marvin Glass. And then with that one, we saw Keith Vigna, former police officer from contention and a cadet from the city, do some very cool movements. <laughs> what did you think about the stuff that he did? I've heard nothing but horrible things about Keith Vigna. <laughs> Quite frankly, I am super impressed with his performance today. It has been one dope thing after another from that weird-looking dude. Dope. <laughs> 
down in the field, we have our correspondent. What's our correspondent's name tonight, Nick Nichols? Who's down there? Who do we got? Uh, what kind of correspondent is he? Oh, he's doing the trivia contest tonight. Jeremiah Jones, I think. Jeremiah Jones is down there, and he's got three contestants from the audience, and he is ready to interview them now and ask some questions. Let's take it down, down to Jeremiah. Um, hi. Hey everybody, it's it's Jeremiah Jones, and I'm I'm here with three people from uh who are here to watch the scrap pit fight, and we're gonna try to win some prizes today. Uh, if you want to introduce yourselves, um, what is your name, sir? Woo! I'm David from Akron. We drove 350 miles to be here tonight in the scrap pit. I'm rooting for Planet Juggernaut. Woo! Okay, David, thanks. Thanks for being here. And uh, who's next to you here? I'm uh, Little Davy. I'm D- uh, David's son. Speak I, up, Little Davy. I um I he made he made me drive the whole way here because he was drinking. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> and and you, sir, there on the end. Or... Hello there. I'm a fan of Oz. I came to see every fight he's in. I love him so. Okay, so we've got some pretty cool prizes for you guys. If you could answer these questions, then you you might win a t-shirt. It's got Planet Juggernaut on it. Would you like that tonight, guys? Woo! Yeah, my, I'll give it to my dad if I win. <laughs> if I win, I'm, I'll give it to his dad as well. <laughs> okay. I don't see any way. I could lose tonight. <laughs> okay, dude. Everything's coming up, Dave. And... Dave, it seems like you got a really good chance of winning a t-shirt here. Um, first question, um, on which day of the week are Americans most likely to get blackout drunk? <laughs> Any day that ends in Y, brother. <laughs> uh, but, but, but seriously, uh, Friday? Yeah, yep, it's Friday. It it is Friday and you win a t a t shirt with Planet Juggernaut on. <laughs> Dave, it. David, close your ears. Uh, uh, I, uh, okay. I, I honestly don't remember more Fridays than I do. If you know what I mean. I I personally <laughs> don't know what you mean. I remember everything. I slap him really hard on the back. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I remember my childbirth. Um. <laughs> David Junior, it's your turn. We've got a trivia question. It's a, it's little Davy. A little Davy. Um, I, I've got a question for you here. It, it, it's, what color is a bird? Um, uh, uh, blue. That's right. That's right. You get a t-shirt. There, there are blue oh. birds. Hey, yeah. Way to, way to go, little dude. Little Davey gives it to his dad and then kind of cowers away. Dave, <laughs> Dave, oh Dave wipes a tear from his eye. A single tear. And I love you, dad. I love, I love you, little Davey. Well, that's right, Nick Nichols. We had to make some of the questions a bit easier because people were not sober enough to answer proper trivia questions. Let's go back down to that third question. What do you think about all that, Nick? I just want to hear Jeremiah Johnson say more things. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah Johnson here, and I'm reporting to ask this question of this man who is here to support his friend from the motherland, May Oswolf. Hey, Mayhem, oh, I'm so sorry. What's your name? It's Farsi. Yeah, Farsi, thanks for coming down. I don't know Oz. I just 
I just identify with him so. The f- fan of Oz Mayhem Wolf, and um, the the question that we have uh, tonight is: Are are you having a good time? <laughs> I, I I was, and then uh, the juggernaut he landed on Oz, and I'm uh, so worried. That's right. That's <laughs> that's right. You are worried. I can tell from my senses of your body. You want a T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Jeremiah Johnson. Nick Nichols, what did we think about all this trivia we're having around here today? You know, you love seeing a father and a son bond so much, and you love seeing a super fan. You see them, like, on camera, like Dave and little Davey. Just <laughs> little, like, little Davey is on his Dave's shoulder. <laughs> when I, I'm like, I'm like, give him a woo, little Davey, give him a woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. True parental greatness. <laughs> you see me like giving him my beer, like up on my shoulders. It's really heartwarming to see a father who knows how to take care of a young boy in this country. All right, let's get back to the action here in round three of the scrap it. And starting off round three, we've got uh, Clark Bishop. Clark Bishop starts round three. Uh, so I'm kind of under the hand of the thing now. I want to try and wriggle out and use a magnetic trap that I've brought with me. I figure I'll set it under where I am right now, hopefully trapping his arm there. Awesome. I was hoping I could use a survival skill for that. Absolutely. As far as setting traps go. Sweet. Thomas, does Planet Juggernaut want to try to dodge out of the way here as this is happening? Well, I didn't imagine that after I punched you, I just left my hand there, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Close enough for horseshoes, hand grenades, and magnets. Fucking God. I would. I, I uh, crit fail. <laughs> you could also crit say fuck me in Clark's, uh, as Clark's character. <laughs> <laughs> it's that goddamn death magic curse at me again. <laughs> me, damn it. Clark Bishop, as you go to set this... Uh, what do you have on you? Let's go ahead and say that as you set this trap and start to scuttle backwards, the trap sets earlier than you thought it was going to, and your rocket launcher flies out of your hands and sticks to the ground ahead of you out of your grasp. That makes sense. Planet Juggernaut, Europe. Planet Juggernaut seems eerily still. <sighs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Hell yeah. You see you see like a faint light coming out of like some seams in him and some vents are opening up and like letting some steam out. Uh and you hear you hear this like whirring that's just kind of charging up. Keith Vigna. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm gonna unsuction from the dome and kick off the dome to get, try to get to the, the far end as far away I, as I can from uh, Planet Juggernaut, and I want to uh, set up a mounted 50 cal machine gun with armor-piercing bullets and let go. Okay. <laughs> so first things first. I need you to roll a dexterity because when you put your feet on the dome, your feet feel an adhesive and you are stuck to the dome. Yeah, I failed my dexterity And you cannot release from this position. You are now hanging by your feet on the side of the dome. Can I still use an attack or is that... You will be at a negative 40%. Okay, 
I'll launch another saw at him. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll that firearms check for me. Is it at a negative 40? It is indeed. So what's that make your firearms? 30, but I rolled a 13. Oh, Planet Juggernaut is currently unable to dodge. So you will roll a success there. What did I have you write down there for damage? D8 plus three. Roll that D8 for me, Lukey boy. That is a four total. Four total? Yeah, one plus three. Well, that explains it. You are uh, hanging upside down, shooting backwards at your target like a sloth with a gun. (laughs) It kind of like arcs through the air and then kind of like skids off him flying. The armor piercing round does not quite pierce the armor. The saw blade. Whatever, dude. So it leaves a big like (laughs) gash. Yeah, it chops off a little bit of him, but not not much. And with that, (laughs) it is Oz Mayhem Wolf's turn, and uh, he is getting his shoes back on. And as he gets his boots back on, he stands up, clicks a button in his left hand, and begins running toward Planet Juggernaut once again, hopefully this time in a successful manner. However, as he runs, a panel on the ground lifts up and flings him so let's see if he can avoid this uh he fails his roll so he he gets flung out of the air he's just running and you see a panel on the floor just launch him and he flies into the dome and gets stuck like a spider in a web. No, spiders don't get stuck on webs. Like a, <laughs> a fly in a web. <laughs> like not a spider on like a, a web. Like a man in his house. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> stuck to one position where he can only look out into the audience. And as he's looking out into the audience, he sees moving past a crowd of lurid, yelling, drunk assholes. He sees a very short young woman and a very tall old man both wearing black suits white shirts black ties black sunglasses and ill-fitting windbreakers moving through this crowd of nonsensical monsters you hear a faint somewhere somewhere in the crowd (laughs) (laughs) many 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 faint woos as the crowd is going nuts because shit is getting crazy and that is our third round here in the scrap pit boy howdy what a round we have Clark Bishop ex-contention police officer current monster and god thinker of himself he just (laughs) cannot get anything off today his rocket launcher flew right off his back you know what I have to think what do you have to think, Dick? I wonder, you know, I, I truly do wonder, is he cursed by death magic? I think it's 100% <laughs> possible that this Clark Bishop could indeed be cursed by death magic. And Planet Juggernaut is doing something, ooh, boy, howdy, he's got something up his proverbial arms. You know, I'm wondering if he's planning for the big one. Oh, he just might be. And if we get to see it pull this off, boy, howdy, would this fight not last much longer? I truly I really do hope that he hasn't lost his will to murder and he's just hanging out. <laughs> that would be a sight to see. Anytime <laughs> we can get some humanity out of the robots in this world, I think we should go for it and praise them. And what do you think about that Keith Vigna fella? Well, on this turn, he finally fucked up. 
We heard that's what he's wanting to do, and he finally got his feet all stucky-sticky on the side of the dome. You know, if he's trying to uh, hit Planet Juggernaut, and Planet Juggernaut is indeed resting like some of us think he might be, that would be a really classy move by a really classy guy. <laughs> yeah, we got Osmeo Wolf who's trying to make an attack with Boots finally on his feet. He just gets flung right into the wall where he gets stuck like a spider on a web. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> he has been off his game all day today, and he is surely disappointing his greatest fan today. Let's go ahead and take a quick moment of silence. Everyone here in the scrap pit remembers our dear brothers, Rich and Richard, right? Dick and Rich Nichols. One of those two works. And they were absolutely proponents of this rig and big security advisors for the making of this massive dome room. And we lost them earlier this week, so we would like to take a quick 30-second moment of silence in their honor. That man must have known our brothers. They were creepy assholes. Let's get back to the action here in round four. What do you say, Nick? Yeah, the crowd is really wanting to see some blood here today, and I, you know, I, I also do. <laughs> <laughs> back to the top of the round four. Clark Bishop, it's your turn. That trap that shot up and flung Oz, uh, can I see, is it still up? Uh, no, the, the ground immediately went back to where it was. I want to run over to it, and knowing that it's there, try to use its angle and momentum to launch me onto Planet Juggernaut. Roll an athletics check. Can I do dex? <laughs> Roll a dexterity check there. Oh my god, Dex Shepard would be a pretty good name for a role-playing character. <laughs> uh, I pass a 17, and that would pass both athletics and decks. All right. Planet Juggernaut is still warming himself, so you will be able to do this real quick. Just want to say, Deck Shepard. <laughs> uh, be like a like a like a thief. Like yeah, a, like a rogue. Yeah, like a rogue who's like a wheelman. Yeah, what's a wheelman? Like the guy who drives cars. A wheelman. You know sure, like yeah. some pe- some dudes are into legs and some are into yeah. butts. <laughs> yeah. He's a real wheel he's, man. He's a wheel man. <laughs> he's a wheel man. Oh, you know that guy. He's a real wheel man. Yeah, he's the opposite of Pinocchio. I'm saying he fucks cars. <laughs> he's a wheel man. Look at the right. muffler on that one. <laughs> oh, my God. goodness gracious. <laughs> so, Joe, describe Clark's uh, jump. He's rushing over to that trap, and he's got those pneumatic legs on and the, hand, and the pneumatic gloves on, and he knows where he's going to land, so he kind of jumps onto that trap, and it f- springs up. And he flings himself straight at uh, Planet Juggernaut, hoping to land kind of on the top of him. And when he does, he's using those pneumatic gloves to kind of 
like punch inward and try and stabilize himself on the top of it. Oh, cool. Roll strength here. Okay. That's a pass, a 35 on a 65. Okay, so describe this exactly how you want it to look. You know when a bodybuilder is like flexing their muscles, he's, he's coming all the way up to the top and then half moons around the side and bam right into the top dome area there and i don't know what's inside it so explain to me what my hands pierce maybe so it would be like a like a thin metal material that would completely wrap around your fists as you cool. as you moved them in there and I, I, with the purpose of being stabilized on top of it so i'm, I'm holding it kind of like maybe you would hold the horn on a saddle maybe stable you are like a horse rider of a horse Planet Juggernaut, you've taken your time and you are ready to go. Clark Bishop isn't on top of Planet Juggernaut for very long because <laughs> he starts to feel Planet Juggernaut moving underneath him and he, he sees the secondary helicopter blade pop out and Planet Juggernaut rises off the ground and then it, it's weird. It's like the outside surface is spinning around something on the inside but all of a sudden you're latched on and like it's you're like right going down bottom. a roller coaster yeah. yeah and it's spinning slow but then it starts going very fast and then planet juggernaut drops to the ground and takes off you are going to roll what did we say for this one 3d6 for everyone i hit did i, I don't know a percentage <laughs> the 60 i think okay or i I don't know. I, actually, we didn't do a percentage. I figured maybe people would just try to dodge. I think it's just a dodge. So yeah. everybody's going to roll dodge. If you fail your dodge, then you take 3d6 of damage. Do I have a dodge? You do indeed. And we'll start with or you. Or would you try to just disengage? I mean, I, I think if I if I succeed this dodge, that would be what it would exactly. do. Exactly. Looks like a failure. It's a crit fail. (laughs) He can't get his hands out. (laughs) That's not going to be good. This is karma for all the amazing rolls I've had this whole time. This whole campaign. (laughs) Uh, Joe's going to take eight points of damage. Shit. What's that put you at, Joe? That puts me at three hit points. All right. Do you want to use a uh, ten more luck here, or are you going to... Yeah, I'll use ten more for one D6. All right. Roll that D6. All right. So I'm at seven hit points. Keith Vigna, roll that dodge for me, baby. So do do I just do what my normal dodge is? I don't get any bonus from what I've those legs since I'm stuck. Probably you were actually stuck up, so you are out. You're so stuck up. (laughs) I will actually. I'm gonna give you. Finally, someone says it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give you a plus forty percent for being like so far out of the way. Yeah. It's five. All right. So on that success, basically, Planet Juggernaut, like, as he's rolling toward you, realizes that he can't hit you with how high you are. And so bails and goes after Oz Mayhem Wolf, who rolls an 83, failing. So roll 3d6 for me, Thomas. 12. Ouch. Oh, wow. Okay. The ball starts rolling, and Clark Bishop can't get his hands out from underneath it and it rolls over him and with the critical fail it continues to roll toward Oz Mayhem Wolf and as it rolls over Oz it 
splatters him. You actually see just viscera of guts and insides and this black ichor all just kind of like splurt out on either side. And there is now a Nickelodeon style splat of dark red on planet Juggernaut. But because of the crit fail, as he's continuing to roll, Clark Bishop gets rolled over a second time. So I need you to roll 3d6 again. Six. Six points of damage. And you were at what? Uh, seven. So I can survive that with one hit point. Spend ten more luck. I, I would do that. Yeah, what are you saving the luck for? The mechanics. <laughs> no, I mean, like... <laughs> so you can either spend ten luck to get a d6 more, or you can roll a constitution check to see if you stay conscious or unconscious. If you fail the constitution check to stay conscious, then you'll have to spend luck to stay conscious. Did that all make sense? It did, yeah. Uh, I am... Yeah, I'm going to use the D6. 10 more luck spent. Puts you at what? 30. Still able to save himself. Three, so I have uh, four hit points total. Okay, then you don't need to roll a constitution check here. Oh, right before Oz Mayhem Wolf dies, you hear him go, No, my brother, LB! My cousin, V! (laughs) 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 It was a plot point. It's a me, Oz, a mayhem wolf. All that's cut out. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear from the crowd, oh. Well, you also hear a very emphatic, (laughs) Keith Vigna, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to try to... So where is juggernaut right now rolling around baby doing a couple of victory laps okay i'm going to reposition my feet on this dome to where i'm aimed in towards the uh inside of the dome so what do i roll to do that dexterity i wasn't paying attention i'm sorry i want to get to where i'm like standing on the dome but i want to like jump up farther to where i'm like kind of overlooking the dome from above yeah yeah what do i need to roll for that Roll dexterity for me that is a fail. All right, you are still stuck. Feet stuck on this dome. Okay, I want to uh, shoot another saw at, at him. You know, it, it works. Go ahead and roll firearms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crit success, 22 on a 70. Nice. Ooh, okay. You're like technically already dodging because you're rolling around so go ahead and roll if you can critically succeed what was your crit success 22 okay then it's impossible for you to win but go ahead and roll anyway no <laughs> okay i i think I, you should roll i know I, I, I did roll <laughs> i know okay, sorry. <laughs> your no was a f- sign of failure not a refusal to roll i hear you loud and clear that is an eight plus three that's 11 okay with a critical success Fuck yeah dude you're gonna roll that eight again 11 plus 11 plus three so 14 all right 14 total and describe what this Buzzsaw does to the... uh... As I shoot it, it's kind of where I'm positioned. Juggernaut is rolling, coming at me. So the force of the launcher and the force of him coming at me meet, and the the saw goes inside of Juggernaut. Woo! Love it. And that is, uh, with the death of Osmahim Wolf, that is the end 
of round four. Okay, boy, howdy, that with the end of round four, we've seen a lot of interesting developments here. We have Clark Bishop, he goes ahead and just jumps and makes a big old punch with Hulk fists right down into Planet Juggernaut. What do we think about that deck? <laughs> <laughs> What do we think about that? <laughs> you know, it seems to me he got his hand stuck in the worst cookie jar of all time. <laughs> Planet Juggernaut's horrible metal body. <laughs> Who put their hands inside Planet Juggernaut? Clark puts his hands inside. Oh, right. No one laughed, so I'm moving on. <laughs> Planet Juggernaut. Yeah, it, was, it was good. I was just imagining if like a sportscaster actually did that. <laughs> fucking terrible it would be. <laughs> Planet Juggernaut, you know, he, he took his time last round to really save up something special for us this time. Yeah, he uh, coiled up like a big murderous roly-poly and delivered quite a blistering attack. Rolling over Clark Bishop twice and completely a obliterating Oz Mayhem Wolf into a pit of pit. You know, like the inside of a nectarine? That's basically what it looked like out there with Oz Mayhem Wolf. He is round and wrinkly on the inside. His organs are disgusting. <laughs> you know, the crowd sure is getting aroused by the blood. And I can't say that I'm not feeling a little something, too. How about you, man? I could smell the iron and wine in the air, baby. <laughs> And much like a shepherd dog, Keith Vigna is a one-trick pony. Once again, using the saw blade shooter at his vast disposal while stuck on the side of the dome. Shepherd dogs can famously learn many tricks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to wonder, why is he not moving? Is he too stupid? <laughs> or is he secretly a genius? He seems to be landing the most hits out of all these chumps. And avoiding the damage at the same time. You know, I have a fun fact about Planet Ju... <laughs> Please tell us your fun, fun fact about Planet Juggernaut, Nick Nichols. My fun fact about Planet Juggernaut is that he keeps all the leftover teeth from all the matches and sleeps on a big pile of them. That's what I hear. <laughs> it's important to have a legend behind any great villain. At that moment, you do see like a little hoover like coming out of the body of planet juggernaut and like sucking out the teeth <laughs> that are stuck to him from oz mayhem just like plucking them out of the uh out of the goo <laughs> and real quick let's head down to our medical correspondent to talk about that brutal take to oz mayhem wolf joe terry what is the name of our medical correspondent here tonight in the Scrappet? It's Ron Jeffries. Ron Jeffries is down talking to Jeremiah Johnson. Let's see. Take it away, Jeremiah. Yeah, hey, um, I'm here with Ron Jeffries, and uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, your medical expertise. Uh, yeah, I'm Ron. Yeah, Ron, thanks. I know. I just introduced you. I was yeah, just they, pulled, they pulled me out of, a, I was doing some cool stuff before they pulled me out here okay well really busy yeah well now it's mostly about the death of oz mayhem wolf can you can you tell us anything about the biology that that the death t does to it now I, i'm no bone doctor but that definitely snapped them bones real good when he got squashed <laughs> back to you 